0: On and give the Lord praise one more time. That sounded good. Amen. The writer of Psalms said, I was glad when they said, Come on now, help me out. I was glad when they said unto me, Let us go into the house of the Lord. How many of you did not come here being drugged here? You came here excited to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Amen well praise the Lord it's good to see you in this house turn to somebody smile at him real big and let him know you're happy to see him just smile real big tell him you're looking more pretty than you have all week long right now just don't say that to someone else's husband I'm just kidding amen you're visiting with us today thank you so much for being here we're delighted to have you with us you are our special guest, and we want to honor you today I hope that you received information as you came into the service and if you didn't we're going to make sure we get to you if you're if this is your very first time to be with us at Stratford Heights would you just lift up your hand right where you are we want to acknowledge you God bless you good to see you hey we got first timers here today amen Thank you so much for being with us. You'll find these are some really friendly folks and they'll they'll, they'll reach out and, and show you some wonderful friendship today. So thank you for coming. I'm gonna ask you to be seated if you would real quick. Before our young people come, they've got something they need to announce to you, something real big's gonna happen this week and you need to be aware of it. So we wanna make you, they wanna tell you about this information, but before they do that, I wanna recognize some guests and visitors who are here today. One of them is is old news to us and the other is new news. And uh, I appreciate my friend from college, a guy that I went to school with and we were part of a little group of five people that were the best of friends all through college. And we've stayed in touch through the years. He has married a beautiful, beautiful lady and they have a wonderful, beautiful little girl. And I wanna welcome Chuck Corvin and his wife Crystal and their beautiful little daughter, Emma. And I want y'all to stand if you would. They're with us, they're my special guests today, and I appreciate them being here with us. If you've been around this church any length of time, you remember Chuck. Because Chuck, when we were in college and when I was a youth minister way back in the day, I used to bring him up every year and he'd preach. He's a preacher and he's not not one of them like sedated kind. He's one of them that go all over the place. And uh, he used to preach messages to the youth and they still remember some of the titles that he had. That he used to get up and say, This is my church away from church. And uh, we always love Chuck, and we're glad that he and his wife and Emma are with us today and visiting. So sit back, tune up your ears real quick, and listen what the young people have to say.
1: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Sunshine News, where we're here to brighten up your day. With the latest news our first story begins oh wait looks like you guys are gonna have to mark your calendars here because on friday july 24th at seven o'clock the oasis is gonna have a fundraiser by having a dinner theater now they're having the dinner theater to raise funds to go to to go to Cleveland, Tennessee, so they could compete in nationals teen talent. Now, I don't know a whole lot about this, so let's ask a few people passing by to see if they know anything. Excuse me, fellas, are any of you attending this, na- this dinner theater this Friday? Definitely. We wouldn't miss it. Now, our viewers will like to know, what can they expect from this dinner theater? Well, there's going to be a great dinner an awesome show, and a silent auction. And all this is to help raise money for Teen Talent Nationals. That's good. Thank you, gentlemen. Now, I've, I still have a few questions about it. Let's ask a few more people. Excuse me, ladies. Are any of you attending this Darren theater this Friday? Yes.
2: Oh, yeah, it's going to be so much fun. Yes, we heard there was going to be some special guests. Yes, and I heard that there's going to be a silent auction, and there's lots of stuff donated already.
1: Okay, now our viewers already got an idea of what it's going to be like. Can you give us any more details about it?
2: The ensemble and drama team are going to be performing. And you get a free trip to Michigan or Missouri. And there's going to be a pizza cake, Angie Taggett's own recipe.
1: Why, thank you, ladies. So there you have it. If you want a slice of pizza cake or a chance to win a trip to Missouri, then Friday, July 24th, 7 o'clock, is the place where you need to be. Now, if you want to purchase tickets, please contact Missy Osborne, or go to one of our youth people going to National Teen Talent. Now, the cost is $10 for adults and $7 for kids. Now, I can't wait to see you all this Friday, July 24th, at 7 o'clock. Now, that's the news today. I'm Ethan Abner and we just brighten up your day.
0: So the 24th of July, which is this Friday, this Friday, no matter what you're doing, cancel it. And uh, come on out here to Stratford Heights Church, be in the gymnasium for our young people. How many of you are proud of our ensemble and our drama team representing the state of Ohio at National Team Talent in Cleveland? We've been very proud of them. They did a wonderful job representing our state. They will not just represent Stratford Heights, but they'll be representing the state of Ohio for the Church of God. And we are very proud of them as they go and, and, uh, and compete nationally. So we want to we support them in every way we can. You can support them by being here Friday for the dinner theater. I heard one of the judges for like their, their dinner theater, I heard he's a really cool guy. So... So you're going to want to be here to support our young people and catch up on some surprises. Otherwise, that'll be there. Thank you for being support. If you cannot be there, please do your best to help support our young people and buy a ticket anyhow, and uh, that'll help them to get to Cleveland, Tennessee. Today is a very special day. Today is not just, you know, some folks hear that we're going to have baptism on Sunday and they they kind of go, oh, no, it's going to be one of those services, going to be a little bit longer. You know what? I want to change the whole atmosphere before we ever get started and I want to thank you for being here for what I consider to be one of the largest celebrations the church should ever have last week we blew it out with groundbreaking but today we're blowing it out with a resurrection of people who have found Jesus Christ and are following him in baptism that ought to cause us to celebrate and be filled with joy I know beyond any shadow of a doubt that heaven is already prepared who knows what kind of banquet they have set up they have put the word out all around heaven this morning that there are 26 people going to be baptized in this service in just a few minutes now we have organized it in such a way that we're going to baptize from beginning to end we're going to start with the children some of our children and then we're gonna sing some songs and worship and take up the offering And then we're gonna baptize some folks from esperanza who are gonna be here pastor brian's gonna be in the pool and they're gonna celebrate we're gonna dance and celebrate the marachi with them and we're gonna have a good time and then we're gonna preach the message and right after that preach the message i'm running out the choir is gonna sing and the rest of the folks are gonna be baptized and you're gonna be spinning your head going wow it has been good to be in the house of the lord today amen amen so God bless you sit back you have no idea what's going to take place it's going to be a surprise every five minutes so sit back hang on to your hat and it's good to see you in the house of the Lord this morning God bless you
2: Uh, recently moved to Missouri, but her family felt it was important for her to come back and be baptized at her own church. So, Amen. I think it's great. That. So, Kylie, because you've asked Jesus into your heart and you're living for him, I'm going to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Okay, this one's Claire Miller. Her mom and dad is um, Ron and Stephanie Miller. They're uh, over the nurseries right now. And she has asked Jesus into her heart. And for that, we're going to baptize her because she's following the commandment that Jesus gave us. today. She's asked Jesus in her heart, and so we're following Jesus' command. I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, the camp two weeks ago with us and he's just had a great time at camp and we appreciate him can you see him though
3: oh he's
4: heavier
2: (laughs) (laughs) and he's asked jesus into his heart and so we're going to baptize him following god's command here we go aiden we baptize you in the name of the father the son the holy ghost
5: stand. Let's give the Lord a good hand clap of praise. Lord, we praise you. You know, we used to do this on Sunday night after service as everybody was leaving, you know, and there'd be a few little people, but I'm glad that we celebrate the salvation. Every time a soul saved, they do that in heaven. And the reason that's happening around here is because we have freedom. Lord, we praise you. Help us to never be an hour-long church. Lord, help us to stay until we see the move of your spirit. Because we know your freedom flows in this house. Two, three, four. The Spirit of the Lord is, Spirit of the Lord is. There, is there is
6: freedom.
5: I want to thank you for that, Lord. And the Spirit of the Lord, is. When Spirit of the Lord
6: is there is freedom. Oh, freedom. Where the Spirit of the Lord is. There is freedom. Well, let's sing it one more time. Freedom reigns. Freedom reigns in this place. Showers of mercy.
5: How oh.
0: While we're praying, I want you to help me this morning, right now, while we're in service, Brother Ron Carter, one of the members of our church, he'd be sitting right over there behind us in this section, faithful as the day is long, every Sunday, to be here. But he's in Columbus at this moment at University, Ohio State University Hospital. He's there right now in the middle of a heart transplant. He has been put on the list. He got a call yesterday morning at 6 a.m. and they flew to Columbus. He was able to be there and to pray with him yesterday into the evening. And I want us right now, he's in surgery right now. I feel constrained in my heart. We need to lift him up and pray over him right now. Would you take the hand of somebody standing beside of you and let's pray for Ron Carter. Father, we come before you we as a congregation a body of christ together who love this man and his wife and his family we pray in the name of jesus that you would guide direct every surgical hand that is working with him from doctors to nurses to anesthesiologists to those who are cardiologists lord we ask In the name of Jesus, you would guide them and you would overshadow them with your Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for this procedure that is going to change his life. We receive, Lord, a blessing in this and ask your work to be done. Touch and minister now by your Holy Spirit and let the recovery be quick, painless. Let your work be done bring him out and lord let the victory be ours as we testify to the goodness of our father and our father god in the name of jesus let your work be done now as we give you the praise and give you the honor and lord we pray for this family that is lost this family that is sacrificed we lift them up and pray for the strength that comes through our savior we ask you to be with them that undergirding strength of power as they go through this difficult season of their lives, we understand there must be sacrifice in order for there to be blessing. We ask your work now to be done to bring great peace to this situation. As we claim healing, as we claim recovery, renewal, and transplant, Lord, done in the name of Jesus Christ. We'll not fail to give you the praise for it all, for we ask it in your name and to your glory. And everyone agreed and said, Amen, and give the Lord praise he's heard our prayers amen praise god
7: amen as you're standing really fast can we turn our attention to a prayer for the nation of israel and our nation today i know that it's an emotional time and we're praying for five families that have lost loved ones this week in a terrible tragedy a terrorist tragedy in our country but i feel like in these last days in this last hour we need to keep our attention on the nation of israel watching them praying for them can you join me and join us in a prayer over them today father we love you and we praise you god we pray over our country today we pray over this country and we know god that lord nobody kicked you off the throne god you're still sitting in the throne on the throne forever and we believe in you and we trust in you and god we know you're not shaken And God, that's why we hold to you this morning and we trust in you. We pray over this country, God. And Father, we turn our attention to these families, God, that have lost so much, God, this week. And God, this country that's hurting, this country that's searching for answers, God, I pray that they might see and know and we might be that lighthouse and witness that declares that Jesus is Lord, that God loves all of us and that God has a plan for us in Jesus Christ in jesus christ and father we pray over israel today we pray for the peace of jerusalem god we know we keep our eye upon them god and lord i know that this prayer if nothing else god it keeps our attention upon them and in the and in, in, in abiding in the scripture and god i pray that you'd continue to keep your hand upon them and father i pray that they'd prosper god in all that they do that you would keep them safe And we pray this in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, and we all said amen, amen. You can be seated very quickly this morning.
0: Well, it is my privilege. If we're going to celebrate today, we might as well do it right. This is a beautiful little girl named Sarah Ann Stewart. She goes to this church, and this is her first Sunday here in church, so would you make her feel welcome and at home? Amen. This is Debbie Bowman's granddaughter, but this is also Elizabeth and Andrew Stewart. Won't y'all stand up? We want to see you back there. This is their precious little bundle of joy, and we're excited that they shared her with us today. Awesome. She likes me.
7: That looks good, Pastor Holden, holding a baby like that. What an awesome blessing that is today. I want to turn our attention to, uh, to our tithe and offering, the opportunity to give today. Read a scripture. We get to join in today. I can't help but feel like God has a plan for our church and that God's plans are perfect. And today, although we know it was the Holy Spirit that drew all of these to get saved, I can't help but testify that it's through giving that these opportunities at this church are made. That all of these lives that are going public with their faith today have been given an opportunity and a place to share their faith, to walk in their faith through the faithful giving of those that are in this congregation all over the world and in this community. I want to remind you today of the old saying that never pales in truth that you cannot outgive God. It says give and it will be given to you a good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over. It will be poured into your lap. You can't even contain what God wants to do. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. We're thankful for that this morning. The Bible says Abraham was blessed in all his ways. All his affairs were blessed. I don't want to be blessed by this world. I want to be blessed by God. By God. Father, we love you and we thank you for your eternal kingdom that's marching on. God, it's marching on. It's not stopping God. It's not being defeated God. Instead it marches forward today as we stand up and declare that Jesus is Lord and Savior of all that call upon his name. God we love you. Bless every gift and every giver today. In Jesus name. Amen. There's a mighty
5: We sense your presence, Lord. There's a mighty river flowing. A mighty river flowing in this. Oh, let's just sing that one more time. We praise you, Lord. Yeah. There's a mighty river flowing. Mighty river.
6: Mighty river flowing.
5: Yeah. There's a mighty river flowing, a mighty river flowing in this place. And it's full of passion, full of power, full of glory. And it's full of passion Full of power Full of glory Full of your grace So I want to sing that one more time, Tyler Oh, yes And it's full of passion Full of glory Full of Full of grace Oh, Lord And it's full of passion Full of power, full of glory, full of grace. (laughs) There's a mighty river flowing, a mighty river flowing in this place. I praise You, Lord. There's a mighty.
8: This is every pastor's dream to, to be at this point. To see people ready to give it all to God. To watch families grow and, and to see sons and daughters and mothers and uncles, aunts and everyone come to the Lord. And today's very special for me because it's almost a repeat of the Philippian jailer. We have two complete families that's made a decision for God and They're going to give their lives to the Lord right now through baptism. First off, we have Tristan Maldonado. Tristan's very special. His family's special to me. This young man loves the Lord. I know the Lord has his hand on him. He's going to do great things with him in his life. Next up we have Eileen Cajamarca. One of many of the family families giving their lives to the Lord this week. Next up, we have Jose. I'm going get Okay. proud mother. And yeah,
0: help me give the Lord praise for people being baptized this morning. Can you just imagine what kind of celebration is happening around heaven's throne right now? Can you imagine? I'll tell you what, it's it's a big deal in heaven. It's a big deal what's happening right here. And i love it when folks follow the lord and the command to be baptized it gives a declaration it sets in order you are saying to the whole world i've made my choice last sermon i preached was as for me and my house we will serve the lord you see the entire family was up there a bunch of them and that is wonderful from dad all the way down to the smallest child making a decision to serve the lord and that's what we've got to how many of you have made that decision in your life Lord, as for me and my house, my son, my daughter, my wife, my husband, we will serve the Lord. While you remain standing, I want us to read the scripture this morning. I'm gonna preach. I told Cameron already to help me stay right at 15 minutes. How many of you think it can be done? I love your confidence in me, all right. Second Corinthians chapter five and verse 17. Let's look at what the word has to say on a day like today second Corinthians 5 and 17 therefore Paul said if anyone is in Christ he is a new creation well I could have just stopped right there and we would have had church for about 35 minutes therefore If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. I'm so thankful I'm not who I used to be. I'm so thankful that I've got a new life and a new heart and he's turned my life upside down. I'm thankful I've not been left to my old ways. I'm thankful that I am a new creation. Old things have passed away. Thank you, Lord. Now y'all, here's the way we're gonna work today say amen a lot i realize you're getting it we move on if i don't hear anything from you i'm gonna keep driving that point home until i hear that you got it so can i get an amen in this house oh that's much better that's much better you do that and we'll be out of here in five minutes don't count on that therefore if anyone is in christ he's a new creation Old things have passed away. Behold, he says. Behold, you'll see it. It'll be obvious. You'll observe it. It'll be so evident. Behold, he says. All things have become new. Can you say amen to the reading of God's word? We're also praying today. Not only for Ron Carter, but we're praying as well for the George Leedy family. George would have been here with his wife, Sandy, this morning, but he is standing around that balcony of heaven today, and he is in the presence of the Lord. So we, we know he's made it safe, and he's standing in God's presence, and all's well with him. But boy, we're sure praying for the Leedy family, amen? Let's pray for them today. Let's lift them up, that God will comfort them and be with them through the difficult days that they face now. Without this husband, this father, this grandfather, we want God to just touch him and minister, touch the family and minister comfort to them today. So let's lift them up as we pray over the word. Father, as we come again, we come before your presence, asking you now to challenge us with your word in a few minutes. I'm praying, God, that you will cause this to come alive to us, challenge us, speak to us, allow us, Lord, to just truly see the value the importance of this relationship that we have with you. I pray that you'll speak to our hearts. And Lord, we pray comfort over the Leedy family. We lift them up to you and pray your grace, your sustaining power of strength to be with them. Touch by your mighty power and give them, Lord, that peace that surpasses all understanding. And Lord, once again, in Jesus' name, we are lifting up without fail, Ron Carter. Touch him by your spirit, even now while he's in surgery. In Jesus' name. Amen. You can be seated. Can I just say this? Salvation is a big deal. Salvation is a big deal. It's probably the most important decision, thing that you'll ever come in contact with in your life. You may have degrees, you may have a big house, you may have a lot of cars, you may have got degrees all under your name and been educated better than anyone else I've ever known. You may make six figures and you may have been what the world would call a success in the eyes of the world. But let me tell you something, the most important decision, the most important thing that you've got going in your life that's a part of who you are is your relationship with Jesus. If you've been saved, that is the most important Experience, encounter that you have going in your life. Salvation is a big deal. So much more than people realize. A lot of times folks will come into a service like this, and I've heard it before, and I I understand. I'm not being condemnatory in any way. But people will come in and they'll say, oh, we're having a baptism. And they just kind of, some folks will even turn around and walk back out. They pick up the bulletin, look at it, and they're like, okay, I'm out of here. People have a careless and a callous kind of attitude when it comes to what's happening in the spiritual realm. Let me tell you something. Heaven is paying attention this morning to what's happening in this place. There are celebrations happening around the throne of grace. There is wonderful parties and rejoicing that's going on for folks who have said, I declare, I'm making my choice. I have made a decision. I'm going to follow Jesus Christ. When you've made that decision, you've made the most important decision of your life. It's not a membership to a country club. It's not a get-out-of-jail-free card. It's not even a season pass to an amusement park. It is the most important encounter you will ever own in your life. What do you get? The benefits of what we're talking about starts with a relationship with God. Relationship. Now, I'm not talking about just knowing of him. I'm not talking about just being a stockholder or an investor or a member. You've signed a petition, you've signed the documents, and you just belong. I live in Shaker Run, the trails of Shaker Run. I'm part of that, and I pay a big fee every year for them to just you know rob me blind. But at the same time, (laughs) I'm part of the the neighborhood. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about a relationship with the author, the designer, the creator of the universe. We've been looking at pictures of Pluto these last few days as that little, little machine has made its way all the way out into the middle of the space. And they're showing all these ice cold polar cap pictures of Pluto. We're understanding what it looks like for the first time. And And they're they're showing things and they've been doing this all along as we've now seen Mars and we've seen other places and we're just blown away by Jupiter and what it really looks like. We can't believe all that stuff. I'm not talking about all that gaseous planet stuff that's all out there. I'm talking about the one that made the thing in the middle of all that because as you see all that darkness and all that cold and all that nothingness, all that lifelessness. You look right in the middle of all them planets and you see the most beautiful little marble of blue and green you've ever seen. That has life all over it. It's got life in the ocean. It's got life on the land. As a matter of fact, I can go out here right now, dig me up a whole bunch of dirt. And in the middle of that dirt, there are millions of life forms right there in that dirt. I'm telling you, this is created by a designer an author a creator and the awesome thing about that amazing thing that amazing fact is that you and i can have a relationship one-on-one with him why he woke me up this morning i'll never forget sister uh, hazel landreth years ago came to the old harlem park church and we were in the middle of service and brother Sargent looked over at her he was pastor at the time and he said Sister Hazel, what do you got to say for the Lord? She stood up, that big old beehive she had on her head back then. She held on to the pew and knocked it back a little bit. And she said, ha ha, the Lord woke me up this morning. And it started me on my way. And she started doing this. Next thing you know, pandemonium broke out in the house. And people got a hold of that truth, that word. And it literally started a revival that day in that house. People shouting all over the place. Why? Because somebody got a glimpse of the reality of why we got up this morning. Why we came to the house of God. Why we got dressed up and we came here with our tithe in our hand and our family around us. And we got in here and we were ready to worship God. They understand why we've done that. I'm here to tell you this morning, he is alive and on the throne of grace. He is the powerful, almighty, delivering God, and he is here today. And let me tell you something. God is celebrating because people are being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Paul said, that I may know him. That was his grandest desire, and that's what God's given to you as a gift. You can know him. I don't know President Obama. I don't know all the runners who are trying to be president, all 150,000 of them. I don't know any of those folks. I, don't, I haven't had interaction with Donald Trump. I don't know anything. I just. All I know is this, though. The most famous person in all the universe is God and His Son, Jesus, and the precious Holy Ghost. And I've had, I've had communion with them even this morning. I'm telling you there's something that you and I got to get a hold of this morning. We got to understand this dimension of relationship that we have with God. It'll change the way you eat your food. It'll change the way you live your life. It'll change everything if you'll just every now and again shake yourself, hit yourself in the head, and remind yourself that you have been given relationship with God. I could stop right there, my 15 minutes would be over. How How many more minutes I got? The second thing is not only do you get relationship with God, but he's given you the gift of eternal life. You've gone from death to life and that eternity will never end. I walked away from the cemetery just the other day with George Leedy and and, and it was a hurtful thing, and it was grievous for the heart. You know, while that family has got great faith, and they know where he is, they understand the faith principle behind us committing that body to the ground, but not without a promise. You know, I, I stood there over... By the casket and and i looked into their broken hearts and i told them, i said you know george stands in the presence of the lord for the bible says to be absent from the bodies to be present with the lord and we know he's safe and secure in the hands of god and he's there and everything's good and here we have his earthly body this vessel of clay we're going to submit that we're going to commit that back to the ground but i looked at him i said but not without a promise a promise in first thessalonians chapter 4 and verse 16 that says the dead in christ shall rise first then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them to meet the lord in the air who's going who's ready who's looking forward to that so shall we ever be with the lord and the bible says comfort One another with these words. Can I give you a little joy this morning? Can I give you a little peace at the house of God? You and I, there's going to be a meeting in the air. And we're going to be with him in the sweet by and by. God is on his throne. He's given you relationship. And he's given you eternal life. Amazing. But you know what else he's given you? He's given you something we're seeing up here in this baptistry this morning. He's given you. A transformation inside. A change on the inside. You see, the world laughs at us because we believe in a creator. They laugh at you because you talk about eternity. They laugh at you and mock you because of your faith. The one thing they can't deny is when they look into your life that once was a beggar, once was full of sin, once your sins were scarlet, and once you were a scoundrel, and you were mean, and you were ugly, and you had no niceness about you, but you found your way into an altar one Sunday, and Jesus came in and transformed and changed your life. And the old things passed away, and all things became new because you were given a brand new heart. You were transformed. You were changed in a moment. God turned you upside down. You once were mean. Now you're sweet as anything. You once had a, a miserable kind of existence, but now you got joy unspeakable and full of glory. They don't understand when you show them the change that has happened in your life. Is there anybody excited about the change in your life today? we've been changed I've been changed I've been set free I've been delivered I don't have to carry around in me my old baggage. I don't have to live. the you know, they're coming into this baptistry this morning. They're coming in on one side, and they're going down into that water, and he's baptizing them, and those children are being baptized, and as they go down in that water, they say, the Bible says we are buried with Christ, and when they're buried with him in symbolism this morning, it represents the fact that by his death and resurrection, they have now been resurrected in him, and have new life they're not who they were before they go down one way they come out another way that is the truth of the gospel this morning do you believe it say amen, amen. Whew. Whew. y'all are wearing me out new creatures different creatures But it never has come home to me more clearly than it did yesterday afternoon. Yesterday afternoon, I got the call a little in the morning about Brother Ron Carter. All I could think about was how I needed to get to the hospital in Columbus. So I got in, got things ready, got things going. I got in the car and I drove straight to Columbus, prayed for him the entire time. As I was on the road, I didn't turn the radio on. I said, I'm just going to pray. I'm just gonna spend this time this guy's getting ready for the biggest surgery of his life i'm gonna dedicate as his pastor i'm gonna dedicate the time so an hour and a half i prayed up there in the car and prayed another hour and a half all the way back but i walked in there and i got there we were celebrating and it was you know it was good news and we were thrilled that he was this opportunity was coming out he was going to to die i mean his heart was done there's nothing left Without a heart transplant, Brother Ron wouldn't probably be with us much longer on this earth. So he was put on that transplant list, and that's a scary thing. They called him, 6 a.m., he said, he told me the story, he said, we got the phone call. He said, me and my wife just sat there in the house at 6 o'clock in the morning with our hands lifted up, singing songs of praise. He said we were worshiping the lord together and we got on the phone we called our family they were excited they were praising and worshiping and everybody's packing up getting ready we're going to columbus to get a new heart they got on the road they got to the hospital and they're there and he told me and when i came i I came all the way to columbus i found ohio state university hospital the ross center and I, i walked in the building i took my elevator to the fourth floor i walked down the hall i found his room and i looked at him and knocked on the door and he looked at me and he goes my pastor and i walked over to him and he cried and i cried and i hugged on him and i said we praise the lord ron don't we and he said yeah he said but pastor i gotta tell you something he said i was celebrating we've been singing and we've been worshiping and praising god he said but when I got here to the hospital and they got me in my room and they were getting me ready he said it suddenly came crashing in on me he said there's another family down the hall who's broken hearted and they're losing and he said I can't handle that and I looked at him and it broke my heart and it broke his took him in my arm I hugged him as tight as I could and we went over and sat by the glass and I said tell me about your heart tell me about what brought you to this place and he started telling me the history of his heart and the four bypasses and the heart attacks that he's had and he said they they told me there's no hope if I don't have a new heart and I, I said would well, Ron isn't it wonderful that God has provided a blessing I said one thing you need to remember, and we prayed and the Holy Ghost prayed. I gave him a prayer cloth and we prayed over that. He's got that attached to him this morning as he's in surgery. And the Holy Ghost came right down in the middle of our conversation and we, him and I both started praying in the Spirit. And when we were done, we, I looked at him and the Holy Spirit spoke to my heart. And I said, Ron, I said, you know, what you're seeing right now is a beautiful example of of what God has done. I said, you receive that heart. You let God give you that heart. I said, this man, whoever this is down the hall, I said, we pray for them and we hurt for them and we know it it was sudden and it's something that, that just tragically has struck their lives and we pray for them. I said, but they had the courage to say my last act is that I want to do something for someone else with my life. And I said, and God has directed your steps to receive the blessing of a new heart. I said, you can thank the Lord for that. And you can know that man, whoever that was, they they were going to pass no matter what. I said, but God has given you the gift of life through his death. I said, doesn't that remind you of what Jesus did for you? I said, Jesus set the example of what it is to sacrifice life so that someone else who was dying could find it. Big old tears rolling down his face, mine too. We begin to praise the Lord again. We begin to celebrate again. We begin to remember and know that God has set the example of a new heart. As I was traveling home, I was, I've got to to quit. As I was traveling home, the Lord spoke to my heart and he said, that's my church. And I said, Lord, what do you mean? And he said, well, he said, so many of them are just trying to band-aid. That old heart, trying to keep it fixed, popping all kinds of medicines and all kinds of trying to do things to keep that old heart going. Just keep it plugging away. He said, I've got folks sitting in there, they're miserable, they're hard pressed, they're weary and well doing, they're trying their best to hang on to all that old stuff. He said, if they just understand salvation is a heart transplant. They don't have to carry that stuff anymore. They don't got to band-aid that anymore. They don't have to take blood pressure medicine anymore. They don't have to worry about those things if they would let me come into that situation and stop trying to hang on to the, all the old ways. That's why I want to remind you this morning, when he comes, he comes not to save you and your flesh. He comes to save you and your soul and turn you upside down, making you a brand new creature in Christ old things passed away behold all things become new wasn't it jesus who looked at nicodemus and said oh you've got to be born again you've got to be reborn he comes to tell us and to let us know we've got to understand the process of god the church is filled with a bunch of folks on medicine. All a bunch of folks with a ton of band-aids on an old heart. It's time for an old-fashioned Holy Ghost Pentecostal revival that says the blood of Jesus Christ. It washes whiter than snow. It takes every ounce of the iniquity and the sin of this world and turns you into a satiny white, beautiful, beautiful, pure, pure son or daughter of God. That's what this is all about today. So I celebrate, I thank God, I praise God for what he's doing in this house. I don't know what's going to happen when I get up there. They've already had church in the baptistry, but I can't wait to step my foot down inside there. Because it takes me back to Jesus who said, suffer it to be so, John. Oh, suffer it to be so, because this is just the beginning. I'm going to do this all over, all generations There, everyone who names the name of Christ will experience a repentance unto salvation and then a baptism unto fire. That is the promise of God. And you and I have got it today. We've got that promise. We need to have that same praise in our hearts. Do I hear it? Amen we need to have a celebration we need to remember what today's about we need to say lord we want to see folks get baptized we want to celebrate that public expression of their commitment to you for lord i once was lost but now i'm found and i was blind but now i see and i'm thankful god we ought not to be grumbling about a song grumbling about the time grumbling about anything We need to come in here saying, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Don't come in here grudgingly. Don't come in here dreading. Don't come in here like you're just fulfilling some obligation in your religious duty. It's time for a revival to once again hit the church and a dance and a celebration happen for us because we know in whom we are redeemed. It was Job. I'm going to close with this. It was Job who said, oh, how I wish it was written in stone. How I wish I could engrave it upon a rock. I wish I could write a book and let it be announced and declared and printed and published all over the world. He said, for I know my Redeemer lives. Hallelujah. 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 Glory. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Somebody touched me. Must have been the hand of the Lord. Hallelujah. Take us back, Lord. Take us back. I want you to make sure this is good. I want you to sing it with all you got. Turn the soloists up. Make sure you hear this good. I want you to understand it's time for us to go back. Go back to the night you found Jesus. Go back to the night you got saved. Remember the joy that filled your soul. Remember what it felt like to be bound in this earth and to be set free by the blood. Let that speak to your heart again. Kathy used to sing a song years ago. She said, move me with your message once again. I challenge God. I challenge him to speak to us, to give us a direct word that challenges us to move into a greater appreciation, a greater joy for the words of God, the power of God, the promises of God, and the relationship of God in our lives. Can you say amen? Amen. Amen. God bless you. Take it. Take us back.
5: i tell you what. I love to be around new Christians because they haven't learned yet, oh, God can't do this or God can't do that. Sometimes when you've been around people who have been Christians for years, it's almost like they doubt it. My God, <laughs> He could do anything. And i love services that make me go back and think about how lost i was how out of control i was but for the love of god that saved my soul i would have been lost today the devil would have destroyed my life because of my living Savior, <laughs> there is hope. Take me back, sing. Take me back, dear Lord, to the place where
6: I first received you. Sing. Take me back. Take me back.
5: sing that one more time take me back take me back dear Lord
6: to the place where I first received you take me back take me back dear Lord where I first one more time now come on take me back take me back dear lord to the place where
3: Simple things that I once knew. The memory. I feel that I'm so far from you, but still I hear you calling me those simple things that I once knew. The memory.
0: this morning let's say praise the lord together praise the lord we're so thankful for what god has done in our lives we need to remember where he's brought us from how many of you would say when god saved you he reached way down for you how many can say that this morning he had to reach way down for me and every now and again this song helps me helps me to go back to July 1st, 1981. I don't know when your anniversary is. Maybe you were saved from a child and you don't remember, and that's all right. But I can tell you the night I about tore a seat in two and the preacher was preaching straight to me. And I sat there and I wrestled and I wrestled and I wrestled until I finally looked up and I said, God, if you'll meet me down there, I'll go. And I'm telling you, he turned my life upside down. I got out of that seat and walked down to the front. By the time I got down to the front, the preacher looking at me said, Son, the Holy Ghost is all over you. I said, I know. The power of God changed my life. Changed my life. I'm here to tell you, we got some folks here. We're finishing up. 26 people being baptized today. Twenty-six people. These people have found that same peace and that same... They found that God met them just like He met you. Just like He met me. That's what I love about the cross. It's level at the cross. There ain't nobody bigger, better, and badder than anybody else at the cross. We all come just the same, a sinner in need of a savior. Yeah. And that is what we celebrate today. I wanna to have baptism next Sunday too. <laughs> I wanna to have it the Sunday after that, and the Sunday after that. I don't know, maybe it's a personal revival, but y'all gonna to have to put up with me because I am filled with joy this morning. I'm filled with joy. I look at this world and I see the news. I see what's happening in Chattanooga and Baltimore and St. Louis and South Carolina and everywhere. And I, I think, oh Lord, where's the good news? You see everything around you, the Supreme Court and everybody making all kinds of decisions to throw God as far away from us as we can get Him. And I say, Lord, where's the good news? And then I came to church this morning the good news is right here the good news the good news that Jesus saves that Jesus renews that he gives a heart transplant he's an awesome and a mighty God let's baptize some more folks amen coming to be baptized this morning sister Carrie Blake Mary, you've accepted Jesus Christ into your life. You're honoring him and obeying his word and following him and, baptized, and being baptized. Amen. It's my privilege and my honor as your pastor to baptize you this morning in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. <clears throat> Coming is Rachel Carroll. Rachel, have you do the same thing? There you go. Rachel, you've accepted Jesus Christ in your life, following Him in baptism. It is my honor and privilege before heaven and this church to publicly baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. <clears throat> Somebody ought to say, "Praise the Lord!" It feels good up here. Grant, this is Grant Goodspeed. You got it exactly. You've accepted Jesus Christ into your life. Now you honor Him and you obey Him by following Him and baptized, being baptized. You declare to this world He's your Savior. You've made your decision. It's my privilege as your pastor to baptize you in the name of the Father. The Son and the Holy Ghost. How many have you About two, we're two. at uh, in, Iraq. in Iraq. We're baptizing a soldier this morning. T.J. T.J. Westendorf. Childers. Childers. Childers.
8: That's Ashley.
0: TJ. I'm just reading cue cards here, (laughs) but I know you, TJ, and I'm so proud of you, and I'm excited today. You've served two terms in Iraq. You've defended your country. (laughs) Amen. Number one, we thank you for your service. We thank you for your commitment, your honor to our freedom, to our country. But more important than all that is that you've made allegiance with Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. And in doing so, you're following him this morning in baptism. Your greatest act of service yet is to follow the Lord. and So it is my privilege as your pastor to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. This is Ashley Westendorf. Ashley, we, we love you. You've got a great personality. You're always full of joy. You've accepted Jesus Christ into your life. And you're following him today in baptism. One of the greatest decisions you've ever made to publicly declare to this world that you are a child of God. My privilege as your pastor to baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Would you stand with me this morning? Would you bow your heads with me for just a moment? There's been entirely too much said and too much done, and the presence of the Lord has been here in such a mighty and strong way. There's no way I'd let you out of here today without asking you. First of all, Christian, we need to renew and revive our heart, our heart to God. We need to renew our dedication and our commitment. We need to be revived in our dedication to give ourselves away completely to God. I surrender all, as the song says. I challenge you as a church, as a Christian, in this day and hour when all the world is looking for an answer, you have the answer down in your heart. It's time to take the band-aids off. It's time to quit trying to doctor up the old life, the old heart. It's time to allow God to give you a fresh and beautiful transplant today. Let him do what his word declares. Old things passed away, behold, all things are new. In the Old Testament, a beautiful picture is given of a stony heart. The Bible says that he's gonna take out that stony heart Give you a soft and wonderful heart of flesh god wants to transfer into you his heart today it's right where you stand it's a beautiful and perfect opportunity to allow the lord to transform this church i've already asked him you say well i don't need that well the pastor does so surely you do too i've already asked him lord make me soft tender inside. Make my heart after your heart. I pray for each one of us here today that we'd be challenged to give him our whole heart again, fresh and brand new. And then also, if you're here today and you don't know Christ as your Savior, you don't know him like we're talking about, but you'd like to before you leave here, we would never be a church not a real church if we didn't give you the opportunity to accept him in your life right here right now so while we're praying with all of those everyone who desires that revival and that rekindling of their own love with Christ I would ask you if you'd pray a prayer with me today to accept Christ into your life if you're here and you need Jesus and you'd say preacher pray for me I want to be saved this morning would you just slip up your hand right where you are and then right back down? Are you here today? Anyone at all? All right. God bless you. I see you. Is there anyone else? Wait just a few moments for someone else who'd say, yeah, preacher, pastor, pray for me. I want to be saved today. God bless you. God bless these that have lifted their hands. That's why we turn the lights on. That's why we've come today. So as we pray with these, I would challenge all of us today to make an altar where you stand. To ask the Lord to be with you and to rekindle your own love for Him. Don't accept that you have to live your life in the same routine, in the same pattern, with the same band-aids, and same old life that you've lived these many years. Let the Lord speak to you in a fresh and beautiful way, renewing His love in your heart. And if you asked for special prayer today and you're ready to receive Christ, we're going to pray a prayer right now that receives Him into your life. All of us are going to pray it with you, and then we're going to have a closing prayer for everyone. So let's pray this together. If you prayed, if you desire to pray to receive Christ, please pray this prayer with all of us together. Church, will you help me? Let's pray together. Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of all my sins. I accept you as my Savior. You are the Son of God. You died on the cross for me. You rose from the dead. Your word is my strength and my song. Be the Lord of my life. I confess you today with my mouth. What I believe deep down in my heart. So according to your word, I'm saved. Today is a new day for me. The angels are rejoicing for me and I'm saved, in Jesus name, amen, amen, praise God, praise God. As an act of prayer today, I want us to sing, Gary, I want you to sing that, I give myself away, and in this song, I'm not going to lead you in a prayer right now, I want you to sing and pray, and as we're dismissed, we're going to be dismissed in song, a song. It says, Lord, I give myself to you.
6: give myself away. I give myself away so you can use me. I give myself away. I give myself away
5: so you can use me here i am here i stand
6: I give myself to you Give myself away
5: Ourselves to you this morning.
6: Hallelujah.
5: God, renew our lives. Oh, renew hallelujah. our faith. Oh, oh. Oh. Renew our strength, Lord. Yeah. I give myself away. Hallelujah. I give
6: myself away.
5: Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Come back this evening for service. I give myself away. I
6: give